From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, June 17th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine said this morning that Ohio will end its COVID-19 emergency declaration as of tomorrow. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that DeWine explained the emergency declaration was narrowly focused and he doesn't expect its end to impact work to get Ohio out of the pandemic. DeWine said cases and hospitalizations have continued to decline, which spurred this decision. The governor declared the emergency March 14th of last year, which allowed the state to suspend competitive bidding, draw down assistance, and make emergency rules, among other provisions. Most of the state's health orders ended on June 2nd. More than a year after a suburban Columbus woman went missing, her husband is in police custody charged with her murder. More from Brittany Bailey. Emily Noble's husband, Matthew Moore, is now facing charges in the death of his wife. After a coroner said Emily Noble's death was most definitely a homicide, staged to look like a suicide. Emily Noble was reported missing in May of last year on the day after her birthday celebration. It's really a tragic situation. You know, we're, we're not close to the end now. You know, there's still a trial. So um, I want to thank everybody involved and again, my condolences go out to Emily and, and her family. The search to find her lasted for months until finally that September, her body was found in the woods near her home. It was an area that had been searched several times before, and it wasn't until the following month that DNA confirmed the body was hers. In Westerville, Brittany Bailey. Former House Speaker Larry Householder was expelled from the Ohio House yesterday in light of the federal bribery case against him and other disorderly conduct. Olivia Eugenio has more with current House Speaker Bob Cup, who had asked Householder to resign. In a 75 to 21 vote, the Larry Householder is expelled from the Ohio House of Representatives. Householder is facing federal racketeering charges from July of 2020. He's accused of orchestrating a more than $60 million bribery scheme. The resolution that passed said Householder should be expelled because of disorderly conduct. The requirements of the Constitution that puts on members of the House to, to make sure that we have members that do not engage in disorderly conduct is a broad term, which means very un- ethical conduct, among other things. This expulsion lasts the rest of Householder's two-year term. If Householder chooses to run again and is elected, he would not be able to be expelled again, as explained in Article 2, Section 6 of the state constitution. If the truth comes out when we are standing in a jury of our peers, then um, I won't be found guilty of a felony, and if that's the case, I think I can be reelected. At the State House, Olivia Eugenio. Governor Mike DeWine this morning was asked about the expulsion yesterday of former House Speaker Householder from the chamber that he twice helmed. DeWine said he would keep a distance from the bipartisan vote by the House. This is a matter for a separate branch of government. Historically, the House judges its own members and makes those decisions as a separate branch of government. So I respect the decision, but I'm not going to comment beyond that. DeWine echoed current House Speaker Bob Cup when he said he thought Householder should have resigned. A Findlay woman and a Cincinnati teenager are the latest winners of the state's Vaximillion lottery drawing. Richard Solomon has the story. Suzanne Ward will take home the million-dollar prize as your fourth Vaximillion winner. Suzanne and her husband told our sister station in Toledo they are overwhelmed right now. Very cautious about answering the phone when I don't recognize a number, so I ignored two calls, and it wasn't until I got the text and Michael showed up at the front door. Then he handed the phone and said, I'm from Governor Dwight.
lines off and I'm like, oh my goodness. This excited kid is Sean Horning, the scholarship winner. I just got a call from my dad saying all that happened and it's just a blessing to me. I mean, I thank God for it and it's just crazy to me. Horning says he just graduated from high school. Now that he has this huge help, he plans to stay in the state for the next four years. I mean, not many people are going to get this opportunity in a lifetime. I mean, I just got to work hard now and just try to make it big, go big or go home. Now, there's only one more drawing left for the Vaximillion, and the governor urges you, if you already haven't gotten the vaccine, to go ahead and do so. The deadline to register for that last Vaximillion is this upcoming Sunday at 11.59 p.m. Reporting in Columbus, Richard Solomon. Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted says the Ohio Senate's budget plan would squash the state's momentum toward boosting broadband access and make it harder to get more residents connected to high-speed internet in areas where the private sector isn't stepping in. Karina Nova reports. Lawmakers this week are sorting through competing budget proposals in pursuit of a final version. Husted is advocating for them to keep the $190 million that the House proposed for expanding residential broadband, but scrap the Senate's proposed restrictions for local government-owned broadband networks. He says the language would block arrangements that can help offer broadband access where private providers are not. I'm Karina Nova. In Washington, Ohio's Democratic senator says he remains hopeful Lordstown Motors will be a success. ONN's Dave James has more. The financially struggling company's CEO and CFO resigned this week before the first electric pickup trucks have even rolled off the assembly line. Senator Sherrod Brown says he's hopeful. Dave James, I went in news. A Pickaway County Sheriff's deputy has been criminally charged after dash cam footage allegedly showed him punching a cuffed suspect in the back of the head during an April arrest. Yolanda Harris has more. Deputy Ryan Howard has been placed on administrative leave. The suspect led multiple agencies on a pursuit from South Bloomfield to Asheville and then back again. This chase finally ended when the suspect crashed into a ditch. The use of force complaint was filed with the sheriff's office, and after reviewing that body and dash cam footage, Howard was placed on leave pending the investigation. Now, in addition to the assault charges, Howard is facing counts of dereliction of duty and making false statements in the report. I'm Yolanda Harris. Sports betting grew one step closer yesterday to becoming legal in Ohio. More from Andrew Kinsey. The Ohio Senate passed a bill which would allow betting at casinos, betting shops, sports bars, computers, mobile phones, and even pro sports stadiums. The bill now needs approval from lawmakers in the House and Governor Mike DeWine's signature to become law. If all goes according to plans, Ohioans could be placing bets as soon as April 1st next year. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Additional details have been released about former President Donald Trump's rally scheduled for later this month in Northeast Ohio. ONN's Dave James reports. Trump will hold what he's calling a Save America rally at the Lorain County Fairgrounds in Wellington. That's about 45 miles southwest of Cleveland. The rally on Saturday, June 26th, starts at 7 p.m. The former president says it'll mark the first of many appearances in support of candidates and causes that further the MAGA agenda. The rally in Wellington is to support Max Miller, who Trump has endorsed for Ohio's 16th congressional district against GOP incumbent Anthony Gonzalez, who voted to impeach Trump. 
Dave James, ONN News. And a man in Northwest Ohio is advising people to be careful after he was scammed while trying to buy a puppy through a legitimate-looking garage sale page on Facebook. Carla Byron has more. Devin Lucius from Finley contacted a Stacy Mignana who's sent him pictures of a female puppy and Lucius. I sent him the initial 200 and they're like, well, this is not my account. It's my uh, boyfriend or husband's friend's account. So Lucius sent 500 bucks total, which included delivery of the puppy via Cash App and Zelle to a Mohammed Naji. Manana said the puppy would be delivered to him that night. It wasn't. Lucius is working with his bank to try to get his money back. I'm Carla Byron. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.